Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560 Sports WQAM, FM99.9 HD2, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, folks, Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show week. Uh, what is this, Nose? I'm going to ask you one more time. Well, first, of all, let me bring him in here. This is uh, Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. And uh, I for almost forgot what week it is right now. I know we got Saints and Cardinals coming up here on Thursday night football. But, but Nosey, are we in week seven at this point? Is this where we're at? I thought you were good at math, Zach. The answer is yes, it's week seven. All right, so it is week seven of the NFL season. That is the nose. Follow him on Twitter, by the way, at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. Lot to talk about tonight here on the show. Like I said, Saints and Cardinals coming up on Thursday night football. We have that going on here. Nosey, we always talk about the week that was. We always talk about the uh, nose pick of the year. We always have to bring all that up here to start the shows off, so we might as well do it here. You can text in the show, 305-567-0560. 60. We'll try to get to all your texts tonight as well. We got our normal stuff that we do here every week. We're going to have the sniff test, and we'll do the nose pick of the week and the tight end pick of the week, yes or no's, all that stuff coming up here. But let's go over some of the stuff that happened in the week that was. Nose, I leave the mic to you. Let you start off here. Beat your chest about any good picks that you might have had. And the nose pick of the week and the year, blah, 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 blah. Nose, take over. I'm going to take over. What a weird year, Zach, so far. I mean, a lot of people are hitting me up and you're saying, is this a weird year? And the answer is yes. Scoring is down a lot. Okay, there's been about 100 less touchdowns than there was at this point than there was last season. So, in fantasy, it is survive and advance. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go over last week. We're going to start off with the really, really bad news, shall we? Of course. Why not? Of course. Well, the bad news is I had the nose pick of the year as Cortland Sutton. And when you pick a receiver for the first time, 
you better pick one with a good quarterback. And I really thought that Russell Wilson was going to be, if anything, consistent. He's been anything but. Last week, Cortland Sutton, two receptions and 14 yards. Boom. Oh, that we were trending <laughs> so well for the first five weeks. And then week six, we just hit a huge snag. Um, Russell Wilson's a little banged up right now. So we're going to find out what his status is this week. But uh, Cortland Sutton has moved down the rankings. Last week, he was around 13th overall. And after this really bad week, he's closer to 18th to 20 in PPR leagues. So not so good, Zach. Yeah. Doesn't sound very good on this end. That's for sure. Yeah, no, it's bad. Right. Uh, night, first night time I went with a wide way. receiver, right. I might have to next time just go with uh, some of Josh Allen throwing the ball to. That would be a smarter strategy. Probably but. would be, right. <laughs> because, my God, the NFL right now is, it's just honestly, it's not the best product. You know, Tom Brady's saying it, everybody's seeing it with their own eyes. But Josh Allen, he is the product of the NFL right now. He last week will lead off. One of the better performances by a quarterback, 329 yards and three touchdowns, uh, 12 rushes, 32 yards. If you pick Josh Allen early, you know that was not my strategy, but you are getting your value from him because week in and week out, it has been the Josh Allen show. But Zach, he wasn't number one overall last week in the quarterback position. Well, who was then? That would be Joseph Burrow. Wow. Wow. 300 yards and three touchdowns, 25 yards on the ground and a touchdown. That's four teeters, everybody. Joe Burrow finally getting on the big board in the top five because it's been a long time for him. And then rounding out the quarterback position, Matt Ryan did it again. 389 yards, three touchdowns. So when Jonathan Taylor is out, Matt Ryan is really chucking that thing. Yes, he is. I felt it last week myself on my team, watching Matt Ryan thinking, hey, he's got nothing, I'm not really that worried. End of the day, I'm the one crying. Yep, of course. Well, you said there's some bumping of the chest, and so finally I have something to bump about because Cortland Sutton was a disgrace this week, and I'm very upset about it. But the nose pick of the week last week, I may have butchered his name on the air, and I apologize to him. But the number one running back, the nose pick of the week, I'm going to try this one more time. Let's do it. Ramon J. Stevenson. Jamon J. Stevenson was really good last week. Oh, my God. Is that perfect for you? Jamon J. Stevenson, 76 yards and two touchdowns, uh, four receptions and 15 yards, about 27 fantasy points, give or take, and was the number one running back last week. Man, the running back position is getting crazier and crazier. The second overall running back last week, Deion Jackson. Wow. I promise you, nobody knew who he was two weeks ago. That's the backup of Jonathan Taylor and then Hines on top of it. (laughs) Um, Kenyon Drake, you remember him? Of course, yeah. Uh, You know, Dolphins, uh, one of the best plays in the history of the The Dolphins. The Miami Miracle. Bring it up. There it is. Yeah. Of course. Why? Was he the third overall best running back with 119 yards off of 10 rushes and a touchdown? Look, the running back position so far, as we always say each, you know, with my little favorite saying, dirt plus water equals mud. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on here. The only players that I'm really excited for in the running back position right now, Brees Hall had a great game, 116 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, even though on the trading block, 69 rushing yards, 89 receiving yards with seven touchdowns and a PPR specialist. 
along with Austin A.A. Ron Ekelar. 10 catches for 47 yards. Uh, he found the end zone, but only 36 rushing yards. And he rounded out the top six overall. This is very worrisome because if you don't have yourself running backs that are scoring for you, the scores are getting really, really ugly. So anyway, Rahman J. Stevenson, Deion Jackson, and Kenyon Drake were the top three running backs. That is very interesting. I would never have thought that those three guys would be in the top list just about of any uh, you know week of the, of the season. But like you said, this NFL season for fantasy has been really, really weird. Outside of that wide receiver position, I think the wide receiver position is the only position at this point where like the top five, six, or seven guys are still the top set, five, six, or seven guys. Maybe you throw Waddle in there as, as a little bit extra because of the first couple weeks he had, and he's been playing really well too. But outside of that, it's been kind of chalk at that wide receiver position, hasn't it? You absolutely nailed it. Okay, so what we're learning is that the wide receivers that you drafted are performing where they should be. The running backs so far are not, and we could get into that later in the show, but how about the number one wide receiver last year? First rounder in every league, Jamar Chase with 33 to 40 fantasy based on if you get bonus points, PPR, etc. seven receptions, 132 yards and two touchdowns with that very nice long touchdown. Number two, Stefan Diggs. Do we have a theme going on here right now? 10 receptions, 148 yards, and one touchdown. Why not go for the trifecta? Number three, Tyreek Hill. 12 receptions and 177 yards, and that's without even his starting quarterback. So as you alluded to, my good partner, my good man, you're nailing it. The wide receivers are performing. The running backs are not. And so this is something to keep in the back of your head for maybe next year because the theme may leak into how a draft strategy is next year by drafting more wide receivers in full PPR leagues in the first round and maybe punting those running backs and getting the Roman J. Stevensons later and filling out your team later because, you know, look, players like Najee Harris, first round picks. Awful. Jonathan Taylor, I know he got hurt, but just completely not reliable right now. Dalvin Cook did break a, 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 you know, a touchdown last week, but has not been good. So, look, it is what it is. The teams have been drafted. You still have to start your best players, but it is a weird year. Yeah, very weird year for that. Uh, just in fantasy football in general, when you look at all these teams and you look at the top guys, I think you nailed it on the head of that running back position because I think if you can go back and redraft right now, uh, starting today, I think a couple of those running backs that went you know pretty high, or at least in that first round or early second round, would drop, and a lot of these wide receivers and even a couple quarterbacks might uh, go up a little bit further, uh, knowing what they're going to put up. I can't believe some of the numbers that these quarterbacks are putting up this year uh, either. I mean, I just, I just, it's it's almost like they're changed. The running back fantasy football has changed in general over the last ten years because it used to be running backs one through ten, you know, like in the draft or one through twelve or or close to it. Maybe one wide receiver would sneak in there if you had him in there. But otherwise, the running back position it's fallen off the map in fantasy football, and I and I still really can't believe it. Outside of one or two guys, I believe it, Zach. It's not uh, not hard to figure out why these teams have a decided to not have the workhorses. You know, there's very few that basically play there's you know Saquon Barkley's the guy right 
He is the old school player. He's the guy that was like Jerome Bettis back in the day when they were getting 30 plus carries. Okay. Uh, Leonard Fournette is also that player right now, but outside of very few players, everybody's in a split job. Right. And that's why uh, running backs, you know, so many times there, you know, a starting running back will go in and then they'll get sharp by, you know, the backup for the touchdown. You know, Eckler right now is the number two overall quarter uh, running back in the league. Wow. Uh, in most leagues, especially PPR, because he catches so many balls. But how many times has Sony Michelle or Josh Kelly gotten reps or stolen a touchdown? And on top of it, offenses in general are just throwing the ball a whole lot more and more spread offenses. So, yes, I am not surprised by this. But the top five running backs are Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, Brees Hall, I kept going, Derrick Henry and, and Dalvin Cook are in there. They're, so they are the guys that you are drafting early. They're just scoring less points right, than the wide receivers. Right, right. And I think that that same thing basically is happening to that tight end position as well. I think what's happening there is, is that uh, you either have one of the monsters, and when I mean monsters, I'm talking about Kelsey or Andrews probably at this point. I don't know if anyone else can be thrown in that monster category in your eyes. Uh, but like the Wallers of the world, the Kittles of the world, Zach Ertz, you know, uh, he's, he's up there as well. Um, and Kyle Pitts, another guy that these guys have just dropped off the map. That tight end yes, position. There's two, right? Right. Uh, there's two, yeah. right? There's two monsters, and that's it. That, that, am, I, am I right on that? You're nailing it. There's two monsters. Okay, and then TJ Hawkinson has a chance of being good. The guy has like a 40, and then he comes back the next week, though, with a one catch. So inconsistent, yes. So the, the players like Ertz, TJ Hawkinson, Dallas Godert, um, Tyler Higby, those are normally players that I'd say, yeah, you know, if you miss out on Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews, those are really good players to plug in. Uh, they're simply underperforming at this point, Zach. So. If you were somebody who took Kelsey or Andrews, in particular Andrews, because he went two to three rounds later than Kelsey, uh, you are getting an incredible amount of value because there are many weeks where you could start a Hayden Hurst or a Robin Tanyan or, again, any of these guys, Gerald Everett, and they have three to four fantasy when a Mark Andrews or a Kelsey is popping 20 for you. Right. It is really uh, ridiculous what is going on. Uh, at a couple different positions. Quarterback and wide receiver, full plays, good plays. And if you have one of those top guys or a couple of those top guys, especially wide receiver, probably winning in your league if you did the running back route or route. I'm not sure which way to use that word. Um, in your draft, you're probably a little bit behind. Well, it was like close? Route, route? Road. Road. It's one of those words. Roads. Yeah, it's a tough one to say. Um, but if you didn't – if you didn't, I mean, it's funny because – the strategy for the draft, and I think that you nail it just about every single year. I think it just changed a little this year, and it's not—it's not anyone's kind of fault. It's just the way the game is being played a little bit more. And I think you nailed it on the head before when there's really like one or two, maybe three, kind of bulldozer backs that are going to get the ball. Chubb, Henry, you know, 25, 30 times a game. Maybe one of the, the young guys is getting it. Maybe Damian Pierce turns into one of those guys that takes the ball. 20, 22 times a game. Otherwise, it's a split everywhere. But with the wide receivers, you look at some of these guys getting 19 targets in a game, 20 targets in a game, the Tyree Kills of the world, the Waddles of the world, the Cooper Cups of the world, the Jamar Chase of the world. I just think that fantasy is kind of evolving into that into that passing game a little bit more than that running game at this point. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Adrian Peterson's not walking through that door anymore. Tell him. And right. then Smith. We could go through the fun names. Right. 
the bottom line is right now there's just too many uh, split back situations and so many quarterbacks are sneaking the ball in on the one yard line or they're throwing uh, passes to their tight ends. The, the running back simply isn't scoring as much fantasy points. But that, again, the ones that do, remember, if you have them in your lineup versus some of these guys that are getting you no points, the differential can still be high enough right. where I'm still justifying a Nick Chubb as a late first round draft pick. Uh, there's just again, you got to pick the right guys because if you have a Najee Harris right now, I don't care what you tell me. If you have Najee Harris, that you're uh, better than two wins on your season, you had a heck of a draft there after him because of how bad he has been. And Dalvin Cook's not so far off as well, but again, he ripped off that beautiful run. I know Ugh. to the uh, dismay of the Dalvin right. fans. Yeah, if you haven't though, that was perfect run there. Even Justin Jefferson at that point too. The nice forty-yard catch there at the end, and I think he saw the end zone as well. So, all right, well, listen, that'll do it for our first segment here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. That is the Nose. Follow him on Twitter, by the way, at Spencer Nose N O S E. If you have any questions you want to ask uh, during the weekend or whatnot after the show is over, any fantasy starts or sitems or nose picks, any of that stuff, and we'll always have the show. By the way, if you miss any of it uh, on wqam.com, and you'll be able to search our little podcast thing as well. Let's take a break. This is Zach and. It was brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We'll be back after this. We got all our fun segments coming up. Yes, our nose coming up, of course. And we'll do the sniff test and we'll do all our picks at the end as well. Let's take a break. We're back right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. 
All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. My partner in crime, the Nose, is here with me as well, at Spencer Nose on Twitter, N-O-S-E. Nose, it's about that time during the show where we break out the world-famous segment. I love uh, to scream at Garcia to play our music, or whoever's in the back at this point, because sometimes we have different board ops back here as well. But I always will scream out Garcia's name no matter what, no matter who's back there uh, at this point. So let's take a little pause in my breath. (sighs) Garcia, play my music. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, time for the world-famous segment, Yes or No's, where I will focus 10 questions and throw them at the nose to answer. Uh, Tenth question will always be a life question. The first nine questions, all fantasy football questions. And maybe something you need answered out there as well. But let's get right to it. Let's not take any more breaths here. Question number one. Is Russell Wilson droppable at this point on your fantasy football squad if you got somebody capable in the background? Yes or no's? Yes. I'm disgraced by the answer of if you're in a one-quarterback league, anybody but him right now. I said it last week, Zach. We're giving him one more shot. He came out in the first half. I was like, whoa, 176 and a touchdown, like real quick. Then you look at his second half. And nothing happened. And I mean absolutely nothing. That's it, man. We're six weeks through. I'm over it. You've got to change it up. Uh, Text me, tweet me, however you need to get me the information. But I'm probably going to tell you, if there's a good matchup out there, I prefer you give somebody else a shot right now. He hasn't gotten the job done. All right. Question number two here. Tua, a top 10 start this week at that quarterback position on Sunday Night Football? Yes or no's? Yes, everybody. Welcome back, Tua, at home versus their old bowl coach in the B-Flow. And I'm telling you, the weapons are going to be out. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waller are going to be ready. Tua, as long as he can stay on the field for four quarters... He's going to have a top 10 quarterback day. Yeah, that would be nice to see him back in general. Brian Flores on the other side at linebackers coach. Sure going to blitz him a lot. I can only imagine that will happen on Sunday night football. All right, question number three. This has a little bit of Thursday night football flavor to it, by the way. Kyler Murray, is he a top five quarterback play this week? Yes or no's? No, he's not a top five, but he's getting into that direction. Look, Hollywood Brown is out. But there is a certain player coming back off a certain type of suspension that was certainly embarrassing. DeAndre Hopkins returns this week. Kyler Murray, if you draft him as your quarterback, is obviously a great start. I hate the Thursday night football, Zach. The players underperform. The body and the mind need more than the five days that they get. So for Kyler Murray, you're starting them. Other than that, I expect a sloppy game. Yeah, we'll uh, see what happens tonight on Thursday night. Football Saints and Cardinals kick off right after us tonight. Uh, Question number four for you. It looks like the Browns are playing the Ravens this week. Nick Chubb, not a top 10 start at running back this week. Yes or no's? No's. Of course he's a top 10 start at running back. He's one of the top running backs. The Ravens have been giving up plenty of yards on the ground and in the air. Oh, no's. He's definitely a top 10 starting running back. Yeah, you got to think that at this point. I saw someone say he's not a top start this week, and I'm just like, wow, really? At that point, who knows? Um, Daryl Henderson. Right, you knows. Uh, Daryl Henderson Jr., interesting thing I saw about him this week. Obviously, what's going on with Cam Akers. Is he a top 10 running back 
uh, to start for the rest of the season now with the Cam Akers injury, uh, not injury, but the Cam Akers situation going on there out there in L.A. Yes, the bottom line is, as you know, that Daryl Henderson is not just a good running back, but he's a friend to the show. Last year was one of my top players. Obviously, you're not starting him this week because they're on a bye, but uh, Daryl Henderson has the opportunity of being the guy there, and he knows the offense. He he was a top 10 running back for most 90% of the season last year, and it looks like Cam Akers is not taking another snap for this team ever. You put this together, and Daryl Henderson is a heck of a player to have on your roster right now. And moving forward, I expect him to have multiple games with 15 to 25 fantasy points, making him, you know, a top 10 to 15 overall running back. All right, next two questions coming from the same game here, Buccaneers and Panthers. First one here, question number six, Christian McCaffrey this week versus the Buccaneers, running back number one in fantasy, yes or no's? No's, not number one, but he is trending still as a top five player. The number one player... Uh, is well, I can't come up with it right now that quickly. But if you're going against Saquon Barkley in any situation, he's my number one player. Yeah, right Giants and Jaguars. It. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that's, you there. I, that's my number one running back. Okay, Saquon Barkley. All right, that's it. And here's another one from the same game. Uh, was injured, came back, got injured again. Chris Godwin is he a top ten wide receiver start this week for Tampa Bay? Yes or no?s I'm going with yes. Believe it or not. Great question. Chris Godwin's going to find the end zone this week, and Tom the Goat Brady is going to destroy the Panthers. They're 3-3. Three and three. You saw the fire under him. You saw him screaming out of his offensive linemen. They're coming ready to go. This is his last year, and he is not, not making the playoffs. The double negative right there. So, uh, yeah, I love Chris Godwin. I love Mike Evans. In general, I love the Buccaneers from an offensive fantasy perspective. Yeah, it should be fun to see uh, what happens there this week. Question number eight here, Scary Terry. Is he outside the top 20 at wide receiver in fantasy right now with what's going on in Washington? It makes me even sad to say that. Yes or no's? Yes, he is. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this. The injury to Carson Wentz puts what, our boy Heineken in there. Right, what did we yeah, call him right. last year? Heineken? Taylor Heineken, yeah. So, how could it get worse for Scary Terry? The answer is it cannot get worse. What a great talent. Carson Wentz did not find him the ball. You have a new player, a new quarterback who got Scary Terry the ball a lot more last year. Do I think he's a top 20 wide receiver? No, I do not. But there is hope that possibly a new gunslinger there in Washington can make him better. That's the only logic I'm putting towards this, is that maybe he's just a little better with Carson Wentz on the bench. So... Uh, if you have a bye week problem, a lot of people are still starting Scary Terry. I have him benched as long as I have coverage for him. If you need to start him, uh, pray to whatever God you pray to because that's what you need right now. All right, at that point, that's exactly what you need. All right, question number nine is the Thursday Night Football flavor to that as well. We're going to really dive into this coming up here in a couple minutes. But DeAndre Hopkins is back. Is he a fantasy play and fantasy start this week for the Noses team? Yes, big time yes. Um, look, he's he's not coming off an injury. He's DeAndre Hopkins. He had multiple big plays last year. I'm expecting on the first drive, no less than three receptions, I'm expecting them to feed him and feed him because this is the 
the one player after Hollywood Brown going out, he is the one player that Kyler Murray can trust, and in my opinion, is still one of the top five overall best wide receivers in terms of talent, route running, and hands in the NFL. So if I'm the Cardinals, I'm getting him acclimated to that field immediately. So if you have DeAndre Hopkins and you stashed him, this is the why you stash him for this game. That's right. Tonight, put him in your lineup and enjoy. All right, that's going to be fun there to see on Thursday Night Football. It's coming up right after us, by the way, 8-15 kickoff, Saints and Cardinals. All right, question number 10, not a fantasy football question, normally a life question. It has to do with sports this week, Nose. Uh, so this will be a good one and a fun one for you to answer. Uh, we did have opening day or opening night for the uh, NHL and for the NBA in the last week or so. Obviously, uh, Major League Baseball in the playoffs and college football and the NFL are uh, just about halfway done with the season, if not a little bit more halfway for college football. Top five opening days. Rank them in order for the nose to see if you have the same as me. College football, NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, and NHL. Please rank them one through five on their opening days or opening nights. May I do this backwards, my good man? Yeah, go five to one. That's probably the better way to do it. Number five, the NHL. Okay, that's correct. Number four. I got to make sure I got all my... So you did college football, you did the NFL, you did Major League Baseball, NBA, and, and, and uh, hockey. That's okay. right. So mm-hmm. five, NHL, four, MLB, three, NBA, two, very unpopular considering this is NFL show, the NFL, and number one, the NCAA. All right, well, at least you got one right out of the five there. That was good for you. One out of five, 20% would be a failing grade, but that's okay. (laughs) Number five is the NHL, correct. Uh, Number four is uh, NBA. Opening night, only two games, uh, but usually uh, four of the best teams in the NBA will start just like they did this week. Number three, even though it's not my favorite, Major League Baseball. Opening day, Major League Baseball always has that special feeling for it. And uh, whether you're a baseball fan or not, you know what's going on that day. Number two, college football. Obviously, the two footballs take the number one and number two post, but nothing better than a, col- a NFL Sunday. Sunday ticket or the red zone or your favorite team playing on opening day for the NFL. Not bad. No, you got one out of five right. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm really proud of my getting one right. In you know the way these trend uh, that question goes, I'm very happy I got one right. Twenty right, percent. Th- yeah, three that's about how I did in you know stu- you know my studies. So not bad. Right, right. Well, I wanted to throw you the alley oop. I knew you do NHL last. I just I figured that would be uh, the last one for you. Although NHL opening night when you go to the arena and watch uh, the Panthers play is a lot of fun. Uh, this week as well, you had the opener, the home opener as well for the Panthers. All right, so that'll do it for the world famous segment. Z- uh, yes or no's. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We're not done with this segment yet. Nose. I want to dive a little bit deeper into Thursday night football, Saints and Cardinals. You just brought up in question number nine, DeAndre Hopkins. How much of a difference does he make for Kyler Murray going forward? And what's going on with that Saints offense going forward as well? Okay, so let's start off with the Saints. Really tricky team to get a handle on, okay? So I'm personally not starting any Saints unless you're feeling Taysom Hill at the uh, tight end position. Okay, right. That's your biggest bet right now. If we discussed how bad the tight end position is, uh, it is my belief tonight that Taysom Hill will rush for a touchdown. Ooh. So if you have him and you don't have one of those top tier guys, I am saying 
get him into your lineup, I'm totally good with it. Uh, obviously, Alvin Kamara, you're starting, excuse me. Uh, and that's just really where it goes with that. On the other side of the ball, the Cardinals. Kyler Murray is getting a huge weapon back. Now, a lot of people are asking, do I start Robbie Anderson? Now, Robbie Anderson, for those who don't know, got into a major fight with his wide receivers coach and got kicked out of the Carolina game. In the middle of the game, too. I Carolina love that. Right. Yeah. They're really ugly. Yeah, man. Now Robbie Anderson signed with the Cardinals. I don't know how fast he learns that playbook where he's going to be an impact player, uh, especially in tonight's game. And so for the Cardinals, um, what we really want to discuss is DeAndre Hopkins. Again, this is a guy that I have drafted everywhere. The cocky fantasy drafter picks him because they're like, I'm going to be 4-2 and two at this point or worse, you know, whatever. I'm going to have a winning record and then, oh, I just get to plug in DeAndre Hopkins. There's nothing better than it. So I'm highly recommending him. Again, he's not coming off an injury. He's coming off what I believe to be a very embarrassing, uh, what was it, uh, drugs or yeah. I HGH. Yeah, I don't yeah. know exactly Some performance enhancing, right. Something. There you right. go. Thank right. you. Performance enhancing. Right. Embarrassing. What do a player do to get past embarrassing moments? You perform. Right. And when you perform, everyone forgets about your past. So he is obviously the clear-cut player there. Uh, and it should be a fun little game tonight. Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins. That's what I'm really looking at. Yeah, should, I mean, I'm interested to see how he kind of acclimates. Uh, that, what's that word I'm looking for there? Acclimates? That's the one. I wonder how he does that with the team tonight uh, with Kyler Murray and how much that's going to help Kyler Murray going forward the rest of the season. Kyler Murray's been uh, kind of off and on. Like, he's been, you know, hot one week, cold the next week. Um, not terrible, but not one of these, you know, top five quarterback um, stat-wise or fantasy-wise in the yeah, league so far. He's not rushing the ball as much as right. uh, anticipated, and he's not scored those rushing touchdowns that, say, a Jalen Hurts has scored. So a very similar player we discussed going into the season, Hurts and Kyler Murray, and you see one of those players really going, in, in you know, moving forward, nose pick of the year last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kyler Murray's been good, not great. I think his better days are ahead of him as long as he stays healthy. All right. right, That'll do it here for segment number two of the Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We'll take another quick break. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up. We've got the Nose Pick of the Week, the Tight End Pick of the Week. we got a little bit of the sniff test. Plus, I want to do a little quiz with the Nose. He doesn't know about this yet. We're going to do a little quiz here in the last segment. I like doing things at the last minute and not telling him about it. I do better than 20%. Yeah, well, I mean, if you don't do better than 20% here, we got a big problem because this is going to be a very easy one for you. You are going to probably get 100% on this. I'm the one who's not going to do well on this. But that's the quiz coming up here in the last segment as well. Let's take a break at Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, back here for the final segment of Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads to Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. Shout out to the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet, Ari and Erica. We always appreciate them supporting us every single season here uh, on WQAM for our fantasy football show. A little bad news uh, during the break. I don't know if there was a brownout or something happened at the Nose's house. The internet is off at his house, so I will be fixing up. That's why we, during the break, I sat on the phone with him the whole time because the quiz I wanted to play with him was I wanted to go through the whole schedule uh, from uh, Sunday's action, Sunday night's action, Monday's action, and I wanted to give me the top player from each game or from each team for the game he thinks is going to be the top scorer, the top player uh, for that. And, oh, we have Thursday night's action as well coming up after us uh, tonight here at 8.15 kickoff, Saints and Cardinals. So we'll go into that. That's our quiz for the day. We have the tight end pick of the week as well. And the nose pick of the week. I have all that information for you. I'm going to give it to you here before we uh, sign off and get to Thursday night football um, pregame show and then kickoff at 8.15, Saints and Cardinals. So I don't have a name for this quiz yet. I'm just going to call it the nose quiz, and we will go through all the games before – uh, for the weekend, and we'll uh, go from there and uh, see what the deal is. And I have all of his answers written down. I wrote down all of his answers here, so I have it all for you. You can still text in, by the way, 305-567-0560. Any last-minute text messages you need answered, we will try to answer them before we get off the air. If not, follow The Nose on Twitter, at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. He'll give you the answers as soon as he can before the NFL weekend happens. All right, so the quiz starts with Thursday Night Football, Arizona, and the New Orleans Saints, the top starter for each team. The Nose has given me Zach Ertz, tight end, for the Cardinals to be the big-time scorer for that uh, for that team tonight. And Alvin Kamara, the comeback game, he's had an offseason so far, and at this point he needs to have a breakout game. Taysom Hill stealing rushing touchdowns from him, so he hopefully will get into the end zone a couple times, uh, or at least once, and catch a couple balls as well there. We'll start off with the NFL action on Sunday, the first 1 o'clock start, the Falcons and Bengals. Interesting picks here uh, for the nose. For the Bengals, he's got Joe Mixon coming back, having a monster game against that Atlanta defense, getting into the end zone at least once and rushing for 100 yards, maybe even catching three or four balls there. That would be a nice point spread uh, for you there if you have Joe Mixon. And for Atlanta, the resurgence of Kyle Pitts. He got in the end zone last week, and uh, those things he's going to maybe get in the end zone again here this week, maybe catch eight to ten passes. He needs something here for that Atlanta offense. Uh, they're playing pretty well, by the way, Atlanta, three and three. Uh, but... Kyle Pitts not been in a lot of the action this season. Marcus Mariota throwing the ball there as well. Lions and Cowboys, the 1-4 Lions and the 4-2 Dallas Cowboys. That's another 1 o'clock start here. I like these picks here because it's not your normal ones. 
for the Lions, he's got Josh Reynolds, wide receiver. Uh, he is leading the team, I believe, in receiving after St. Brown obviously went down with that injury and then came back. Uh, but Josh Reynolds having a pretty good season as well for that Detroit team. And Tony Pollard, you know Nose doesn't like Zeke. He's not a big Zeke Elliott fan. And with that all said, Tony Pollard, do you think he's going to get in the end zone, catch a couple balls this week? So those are your top two scores for that game. Continue on the 1 o'clock slate here. The Indianapolis Colts at 3-2-1. and one. The Tennessee Titans at 3-2. and two. I like his picks here because, like like I said, with this quiz here, uh, it could be the obvious guy on the team. It could be a guy that knows just thinks uh, might have a breakout game. But some of these are obvious ones, and I like that because I don't, I don't need to hear the breakout uh, star. Oh, this guy might have a good game. I need, I need to know where the points are at. I know you do, too, if you're playing fantasy football this week, whether you're in daily fantasy. And this might help the daily fantasy players out a little more than the season-long fantasy players out as well. We do have uh, the Colts and Titans, like I said, 3-2-1 and one Colts, 3-2 Titans. He's got Michael Pittman Jr. for the Colts uh, and maybe having one of those breakout games and having a ton of points here. I like that because I have uh, Michael Pittman Jr., one of my teams. And for the Titans, how about this? Not Derrick Henry, not anyone else. Ryan Tannehill. He thinks Ryan Tannehill is going to get a rushing touchdown and at least one touch, uh, a tossing touchdown, passing touchdown, as well for the Tennessee Titans to be the high scorer for that team. It's interesting with Derrick Henry uh, and off the bye and injury and blah, 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 coming back and doing that. We got the Packers and the Commanders. The Packers three and three on the season. The Commanders two and four. It's another one o'clock game there for the Commanders. Brian Robinson came back. What a miraculous comeback this guy's had. He got shot in preseason. He was shot in preseason. Came back and has uh, got his starting role back. If you're an Antonio Gibson owner like I am, it makes you cry a little bit, but I get it. Brian Robinson has been playing really well uh, in preseason for that team and came back, and I'm sure it's going to get a bigger role for that team as well. And for the Packers, could be an obvious one, but a little comeback game for A.A. Ron Jones. He needs a comeback game. This Packers team, by the way, uh, sitting there at 3-3, three and three, they just look miserable. They do not look like a good football team right now, so hopefully Aaron Jones, A.A. Ron Jones, comes back and gives you uh, the, the week you need at this point uh, just to make sure that everything is taken care of with him, let's go on to the next game. It's Giants and Jaguars. A surprising 5-1 and one New York football Giants uh, going against the Jaguars. I think these are two kind of obvious ones as well, to a point. Um, but Saquon Barkley going to lead the entire running back core in points this week. Knows love Saquon Barkley starting against the Jaguars this week. Jaguars defense hasn't been bad, but Saquon Barkley's just been unbelievable this season. Finally healthy and having one hell of a season. For the Jaguars, our old friend. Jimmy Robinson. It seems like every week with that Jacksonville team, one week it's ETN, the next week it's Jimmy Robinson. This this looks like to the nose it's going to be a Jimmy Robinson week here. Uh, so that's going to be fun to see. I love Jimmy Robinson, but the five and one New York Giants looking to go to six and one on the season, and the Jaguars looking to just try to get back on the Schneid here, two and four. Uh, let's see what else we have. Buccaneers and Panthers. That's another one o'clock game. Buccaneers three and three, and the Panthers a dismal one and five. Uh, for the Panthers, a little bit of a surprise for you with the nose. He thinks that DJ Moore is going to be the guy this week that really takes the realm and maybe gets a big number. That, to me, is wow. I thought DJ Moore was done and out and gone and blah, blah, blah and don't want to hear from him anymore. Nose likes him this week, at least, so that's good. And Chris Godwin, he loves for Tampa Bay. We talked about him a little bit earlier in the show as well about 
This could be the breakout week for him and Tampa Bay's offense. They surely need something, too. If you're a Tom Brady on their owner out there like me, you need a huge week. I need a monster week, three, four touchdowns, 300 yards. I need him to lead my team like I thought he would and not look like the 45-year-old man uh, that he is right now and, and possibly divorce soon as well. That's you know, allegedly. I don't want to you know throw that out there without you know having any uh, evidence or anything like that. But, yeah, I don't think they're separated, so I don't think that's really working out so great. Anyways, uh, let's see the Browns and the Ravens. That's the next game. That is the last 1 o'clock game on the Schneid here. Browns 2-4, and four, Ravens 3-3. Three and three. Three, and I think you're going to like these two picks too. A couple of South Florida guys for the Browns. Amari Cooper, uh, ho- hopefully going to have a big game getting the ball from Jacoby Brissett. Uh, Jacoby's been an interesting uh, play this year for that Browns team. They are 2-4. and four. He's looked good at times, and then he's looked really, really bad, like Jacoby Brissett bad uh, at times as well. But Amari Cooper, hopefully, he says, get in the end zone at least once, and uh, hopefully 100 yards receiving. That'd be nice to see Amari Cooper get about nine catches for a buck twenty and a touchdown, especially if you own him there. And how about this for the Ravens? Yeah, this could be the obvious choice, but he is – had some interesting games this year and gotten a lot of the blame in a contract year. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson looking in a contract year to really score big. And you got experts out there saying Lamar's costed him the games and he's not playing so great. I mean, listen, he's thrown 13 touchdowns, six interceptions on the season, 1,277 yards, also leading the team in, in the rushing, uh, 451 yards and two touchdowns. He loves Mark Andrews out there, but Knows think this is the week that he throws for a couple touchdowns, runs for one or two touchdowns. If he gets that 250-yard passing yard mark and gets you at about 60 or 70 yards rushing, gets in the end zone once or twice there, that's going to be an unbelievable week for your fantasy team. Um, So that's good. So this is the quiz for the 1 o'clock games. We'll get to the 4 o'clock games here. There are four on the slate as well. Let's start with the first 4 o'clock game. The way surprising New York Jets at four and two, and the way over underwhelming Denver Broncos at two and four for the Jets. I think this is a good pick for him, Brees Hall. Brees Hall has been really, really good the last couple of weeks. Touchdowns, getting hundred yard games, catching the ball as well. If you have Brees Hall on your team, I would assume at this point you're very happy with what's going on there. Whether you spent an early or late round pick on him, he is cashing in the last couple of weeks. And the first one of these so far in the quiz for the nose. He kind of likes the Broncos' defense. Zach Wilson's been a little underwhelming since he's been back. And if Brees Hall doesn't have one of those monster, monster games, the Denver defense could actually eat in this game. That's exact words from the nose. They could eat in this game. That's the 2-4 and four Broncos and the 4-2 and two New York Jets. Let's get to the next 4 o'clock game, the Houston Texans and the Las Vegas Raiders. This is interesting because he's got two at the same position here. For the Texans, he's got Damian Pierce. Pierce... If you're a Gator fan out there, you're probably mad at Dan Mullen for not playing him more because he's looked pretty good the last two weeks here. Damian Pierce, the number one guy there in Houston, and it looks like they're going to let him get the ball a bunch of times. I'd love to see him touch the ball 20 times. Nose thinks 100 yards and a touchdown and a couple catches as well. That's a 20-point day for somebody out there, so hopefully he does get to that for them. And for the Vegas Raiders, another under... By the way, the Texans won 3-1, and the Raiders won 4. This is a boo game on Sunday. Josh Jacobs to the Raiders. 
to hopefully have a big game uh, there as well. He's had a couple games this year. He's ran for about 500 yards, 490 yards, three touchdowns on the season. Uh, but this could be the game where he does a little breakout here. The Pearson-Jacobs matchup, by the way, Pearson's 412 and three touchdowns on the season. Like I just said, Jacobs, 490 and three. Both these guys, the kind of nose picks for this game here. Let's go to the next one, the second to last 4 o'clock uh, game on Sunday, 425 kickoff, actually. The Seahawks at 3-3, three and three, the Chargers at 4-2. and two. Two kind of big-name, obvious names, but guys that each week are kind of on and off for Seattle. DK Metcalf. Yes, Geno Smith is throwing the ball. We get it. We understand what could be there. But DK Metcalf has one game where he catches a 50-yard touchdown, another game where he gets about three looks, and that's it. DK Metcalf to the nose is going to have a big week this week versus the Las Vegas uh, versus the uh, L.A. Chargers excuse me, uh, at 4-2 and two there. And Justin Herbert last week, I think he threw 4,000 balls and didn't get in the end zone once. Nose thinks this is a three-touchdown game for the L.A. Chargers and Justin Herbert. The comeback game, if you do have him there, don't worry. All will be fine. Justin Herbert will throw a bunch of touchdowns in this game against Seattle and possibly throw for 300 yards. We'll see what happens there. These are all the nose picks. And... Chiefs and Niners. Chiefs sitting at four and two. The 49ers at three and three. This is another and last four twenty-five start on Sunday. I love these names here too, because you know we love these two guys here on the show. For the Chiefs, maybe not your obvious answer. The hyphen to have a big game. Bunch of catches, he thinks. Knows things he's gonna get about five or six catches in this game, maybe even a couple more, uh, with a little couple check downs here and get in the end zone once and run the ball as well. Hopefully get to that seventy to eighty yard mark. If not more than that, that'd be imp- uh, great there as well. And for the 49ers, a name we haven't said here a lot lately that we both love here on the show, and we know you love him out there too, Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel going to get in the end zone twice this week, knows things, and get over 150 yards combined, whether it's receiving and rushing there as well. Debo Samuel, the Niner pick uh, for the nose uh, this week. And then we have Sunday night football. The two and four Pittsburgh Steelers and the three and three Miami Dolphins. Uh, for the Steelers, we'll start there. Najee Harris. Yeah, Najee Harris has not been very good this season. I don't know if he's banged up. I don't know if he's injured. I don't know what's going on there with that offensive line. But Pittsburgh really struggling to get Najee Harris the ball, whether it's catching out of the backfield or running the ball with that offensive line. I think his numbers for the season are 264 yards and a touchdown rushing. That is not good at all if you're a first-round pick, Najee Harrison, fantasy football. And, uh, yeah, that offense in general with Mitch Trubisky should be very shaky this week against the Miami Dolphins. And for the Dolphins, how about this? He's back. He's out of protocol. He's not hurt yet, hopefully, this week. Tua. Thinks Tua's going to have a monster game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And with that said, to get in the end zone two or three times and maybe throw for 270 to 300 yards in this game. If that's the case, he's a top-five quarterback this week starting. That would be really fun to watch, especially if you're a Dolphins fan out there like me who just really wants a Dolphin win and to get off there and be 4-3 and three come Monday morning here on the Joe Rose Show with Zach Krantz. And Monday Night Football, the Bears and the Patriots. Bears sitting at 2-4, and four, Patriots at 3-3 three and three for the Bears. David Montgomery hopefully comes back, has a great game for them this week. No thinks there's going to be a lot of cap- Catches for David Montgomery this week as well. Possibly seven to eight catches, and then maybe get over that 100-yard mark combined with yards, getting the end zone once, maybe twice. Herbert's there as well. You know he sneaks a lot of uh, carries and catches, but he thinks Montgomery is going to have the breakout. And for the Patriots, I hate the Patriots, but it doesn't matter, Jacoby Myers. 
coming off a pretty big week uh, and, a, and a decent season so far. Uh, I, it doesn't matter really who's throwing him the ball, whether it's the third-round pick or the guy who got concussed after three plays or whether it's Mac Jones or Kobe Myers. He's got a touchdown, only one on the season, but 321 yards and 24 catches. But this could be the breakout for Jacoby Myers this week to get in the end zone maybe more, more, more and more time than that and get a whole bunch of catches for your fantasy team. If you got Jacoby Myers, he's a must-start this week. All right, that'll do it for the quiz. The nose quiz of the week. I don't want. I don't know what we're going to call it. We'll have to figure something out for there. But that is the quiz going through all the games and the must starts for each guy. One one player from each team, or in the Denver case, the defense uh, to do that. All right. So let's get there. We only have a couple minutes left here in the program. We need to get to the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week. Let me ruffle through my notes and see what the nose has. Well, wowie, wow, wow, wow. The tight end pick of the week this week for the nose is a good one, and it's one that we like to talk about. And he's a local favorite player. On Sunday night football, Mike Gronk Secchi last week, six catches for 69 yards and two touchdowns. He had seven targets overall. Nose thinks it's going to be another big targeted week for Mike Gesicki. I'm excited to see how he plays because every week it's kind of off and on with Mike uh, Gronk Secchi. But the Nose loves him this week. The tight end pick of the week for the Nose this week, Mike Gronk Secchi. All right, well, the tight end pick of the week now, and it's time to go to the Nose pick of the week. We talked about him a little bit earlier in the show, or his quarterback at least, uh, having a monster game kind of last week, throwing the ball but not getting into the end zone whatsoever. Justin Herbert. This week's nose pick of the week is Mike Williams. That's right. He had six catches last week. I uh, Six uh, targets last week. He only had two catches for 17 yards. And... The week before, he had 13 targets. The week before that, 11 targets. He's been getting the numbers up there, and he thinks this is going to be a breakout week for Mike Williams. 10 catches, 120 yards, and at least one touchdown for Mike Williams. That is your nose pick of the week. Mike Gronsecki, the tight end pick of the week, and Mike Williams, your nose pick of the week. All right, that'll do it for us here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We'll be back and talk to you next week for a nice extended version of Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. Again, big help and big shout out to Tropical Chevrolet here in Miami Shores. We always love that love from them. And for the Nose, follow him on Twitter at Spencer Nose NOSE for my man Garcia in the back as well. We hope you have a great fantasy week this week and score lots of points and maybe even get the W. Unless you're playing me. We'll talk to you next week. Love you guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.